This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was betting. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And folks, we did it. We hit the quarter thou. Congratulations to us! Episode 250, they said it couldn't be done. Folks, a quarter freaking thou. Everyone has been calling me and texting me saying it can't be done. There's no mm. way you guys will get to 250. <laughs> I've been fielding anonymous letters, postcards left in my mailbox anonymously. You'll never get there. It's beyond your reach. Well, Threats. I would just want to say how you like us now. How you like us now. One eighth of 2K, folks. One eighth, 2K. One sixteenth, 4K. They said it couldn't be done. Episode 250. We did we it, made folks. It. Yes. <laughs> Um, Adam, it is episode 250, and episode 200, we did something called the Begathon. We did do the Begathon. That was 200. That uh, episode, I believe, clocked in at three hours, 45 minutes plus. So <laughs> sit down and really, you could, that's, that's something for you guys to really maybe go back and revisit over the course of a long weekend or something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but that was during a time when we liked to beg for things. Yeah. We haven't begged in a while. We haven't begged no. in a while. No. However, our, our, before this episode, our pride has remained intact, but we're always willing to shred our pride as a, at a moment's notice. And I believe that. that moment may have come. That moment may have come, and that moment <laughs> may be now, Adam. Yes. That moment may yes. be now. Um, we used to beg for things. Mostly we were begging for attention. Well, yes. we just looked uh, before hitting record on today's episode at our upcoming ad schedule. Yeah. And folks, we don't have an ad in sight. The well, she's dry. The old yep. ad, well, we pulled up the bucket, we dropped the bucket down, and it came up with nothing but cobwebs. So, so as of yep. now, we can either just ask Marty Michael for, I don't know, Venmo <laughs> money, just for yeah. him to just give us money, or we can beg for a few different brands to come back, to come back come, to us. Come back to the no-joke universe. We are as popular and as electric and as non-topical as ever. Um, your company would be doing itself a great service by advertising on this top tier 250 episode deep podcast. So to, you know, to not just the big brands, not just your Nikes, not just your Amazons, not just your Apples and Googles, um, even to the mom and pop shops. If you want to reach a larger audience, mm -hmm. here we are. The No Joke mm -hmm. podcast is here. And please. to that, we would say, please, please, mom, please, please. pop. Please, mom, and please, pop, advertise thy business on thine podcast, please. And also, please, Nike, please, Apple, we need oh, you yeah, please. all. We need you to come back. We need to line our pockets with that sweet e-cash. We need please. that e-cash, guys. Please. It's please. the only way podcasts like this are profitable and lucrative. Not that that's why we do it. We're not in the podcast game for the money, okay? Speak for yourself. Um, Absolutely. Speak for yourself. Oh, you're, you're in it for the money, Bill? Have oh, you I'm been doing this for, for the money green. I don't do anything if it doesn't have sticky green on the other end. Commercial, <laughs> it, it has to be commercially viable. Bill needs commercially viable endeavors in 2021. Only. Exclusively. Only. Art is dead. We are now here for commercially viable endeavors. Damn. Profit points. 
prophet points at him. Cold-blooded. I respect Mm -hmm. it. Greed Mm -hmm. is good. Wall Street, the 1987 film. Let's get it. So Mm -hmm. um, we're here to beg for for money um, from advertisers, essentially. That's right. Uh, Quip. Yes. Please. Warby Parker. Come on. Please. Mac Weldon. Please. There was a meat company at one point. There was a meat company that sent us meat. Please come back. We need you. We want the wedding. People don't know peek behind the curtain, but when we do advertising, we also usually get products to use so that we can speak honestly about those products. Exactly. So so outside of the profit points, outside of that sweet, sweet, sticky green that you know Bill is (laughs) only in it for, Adam, I'm curious. Is there a product that you would want to advertise, not just for that sweet, sweet, sticky, but also for the amuse-bouge, the taste of the product that they would send to you in advance? Absolutely. Um, uh, Maggie and I have a lot of or doing some sort of home projects and some very some DIY crafting. So um, and this is just selfish. But if Scotch Tape wanted to advertise on wow. this podcast, we're wow. running a little low on tape. Shoot and we could use moon. some um, tape. <laughs> tape. <laughs> Not just any tape. A Dream few big. rolls of Scotch <laughs> A few rolls of scotch tape doesn't even it doesn't even have to be double sided sticky. Although I'd happily accept, it's a mm-hmm. little inconvenient. It gets all over the place. It's a little yeah. hard to negotiate. That's a specific uh, tape. That's a specific tape for a specific, specific use. Scotch tape, please. Here we are, the No Joke Podcast. A lot of tape heads out there listening to this podcast that I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, you know could stand to learn a little bit more about your product or just what what are the new tape like? What's new in the tape game? That's what I'm interested mm-hmm. in knowing. Like what? Okay. Like you know? Like what sort of evolution? or innovations have there been in the scotch taposphere that I'm not aware of yet. That's what I want to know. And uh, I would love that amuse-bouge sent right to my house. So Please. That's what I would Please. say. Please, scotch. scotch tape. Please, scotch. <laughs> uh, How about story. yourself, Bill? Well, I'll get to that in a second, but fun oh, okay. quick story. Uh, one holiday season, when we were wrapping many a gift in the Scafuri yes. household, my yes. father came home with gift wrap and what yes. we thought was scotch tape however this tape was not sticky and would not hold down the gift wrap and it no. was revealed that frank bought scoff tape scoff s c o t h scoff the knockoff to beat all knockoffs adam scoff tape and boy is... it didn't do the job <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a tape, but the only thing it seemed to be missing was the adhesive tape element. So yeah. it was really just more paper Listen, that you were putting on the wrapping. I am a big fan and a big supporter of the 99-cent store. I think of that course. you can get a lot of great items, and it's also just fun to buy 12 things and for it to cost $12. Folks, Definitely. one knockoff that I don't suggest you buy, scoff tape. Scoff. <laughs> Scoff. Scoff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so then what did you end up doing? Did Dad, did Frank have to go back to the store and get the proper brand name Scotch? Well, we laughed for about a week steady. Yeah. Like we went to sleep laughing. We woke up laughing. We went back yes. to sleep laughing. We woke up laughing. And then yes. somebody somewhere got Scotch tape. Scotch. The Scotch the proper. Mm-hmm. Off-brand knockoff, like there's endless comedy to be mined from knockoffs. You mm-hmm. take something that people are familiar with, <laughs> you tr- and you try to like replicate the the branding, but not mm-hmm. exactly. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Perfect case. I don't know, Billy. Um, I've been driving like driving around LA recently. I've been seeing a lot of billboards for not American apparel, which was oh, like no. famously <laughs> famous. Le- their branding was very iconic. It was like that sort of black 
text with like you know you know suspiciously underage girls in scanty clothing etc mm-hmm. that was like mm-hmm. very american apparel mm-hmm. now i've been seeing a lot of billboards same scantily clad y- young women mm-hmm. same font but mm. it's los angeles apparel oh wow site specific <laughs> Unique? Specific. No, I have, I have not seen that. I think my eyes <laughs> probably received it as American Apparel. Exactly, but there's such a there's such an art to like the knockoff because I think that's the that's like the idea is like you want the layman to be like, oh, that's Scotch tape, oh, that's mm-hmm. American Apparel. You mm-hmm. don't like you don't. So it's a tricky, it's a kind of a fine line to walk because you are your own brand, but you're aping another brand. So you want to f- kind of w- ride that line between making it distinct, but also making it look exactly like the brand that you're copying. So that's, that's kind of right. a fine line. Yeah, yeah I, I believe I read somewhere that like a top 1,000 domain name that gets clicked um, every single yeah. day is G-O-O-G-L.com. There you go. It's like so accidentally close to the most popular domain name in the world. And therefore, it gets so much successful runoff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Uh, But all of that. I would like to beg for, Adam. Oh, yes, please. Please, Bill. Did I interrupt you? Is there something that you'd like to say? No, not at all. Please. No, no. Bill needs more cryptocurrency, folks. We're back. Oh, boy. We're back. We're back. We're back. Crypto is thriving, and my e-wallet has nothing but room for you guys to fill it with Litecoin, um, Tron, um, Stellar. How about some <laughs> Compound? Maybe some Maker? Maybe some Band? I'll take no, it Billy, all. I, I have a genuine question here because I did see that headline recently that like crypto stock or whatever, mm-hmm. like the price of crypto is up. Uh, could you just for the layman and for the uninformed, aka me, mm-hmm. what, could, could take me on a ride here? Because like we did a whole cryptocurrency episode, I want to say, with Amir. Yes. Am I wrong about that? I think yes, we did. we did. We did like five consecutive episodes and every single thing we talked about in those five episodes went hellaciously wrong the next week. <laughs> and when oh, yeah, we talked right. about cryptocurrency, me and Amir it lost plummeted. like 80% yeah. of our overall value, not even profit, overall oh, value within oh, the next no. week. <laughs> oh, no, we cursed it. We totally cursed it. But we're back, and we're bigger and better than ever, folks. So, it took us three so, years of just sitting on big, dead, fake coins, but we're back yeah. and bigger and better than ever. We're back. And, and genuine question here. Okay, so first of all, just to echo that, absolutely, all those crypto brands, here we are, no joke. Our ad yes. slots are wide open. Hop yes. on board. Get on the no joke train, please. Choo-choo, yes. we're leaving the station. Choo-choo, but, we're leaving the station, but, and our e-wallets are empty. <laughs> And are you all empty? But more, uh, more like a- actual question. Wh- why? What is accounting for the whatever crypto spike? Or like why? Why is this happening now after this sort of years of being in the valley of of this crypto valley? What what has changed? So the unsatisfying answer is nobody ever knows. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I can yep. guess why it loses eighty percent of its value overnight because these are make believe coins that are right. just floating out in the middle of nowhere. Just like yeah, yeah. floating in the solar system somewhere, make <laughs> yeah. believe. Um, and so, of course, yes, I can see why it would be shoot down to zero dollars worth of yes. these fake coins. However, yes. Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is now currently worth $35,000. Just one. Wait, what? You heard me. In February, Adam, one Bitcoin was worth $3,400. Wait, whoa. Ten months later, 
10x value, $34,000. If you own one Bitcoin, you have $34,000. If you own three, you own $100,000 worth That's of crypto. Wild. Mm-hmm. That's really wild. So kudos to those people who bought crypto, you know, Bitcoin, whatever, to a year, 18 months a year ago, mm-hmm. swatched it, plummet, but hung on to it, and now mm-hmm. you are reaping thine reward. Thank you, now, Adam. Thank you, yes. Adam. Those of us who bought Litecoin, those of us who bought Ethereum, those of us who bought Ripple, Tron, Stellar, Band, Compound, we're sitting pretty. Tron is one. Yeah. But we want more. Tron is currently worth, Adam, 2.9 cents. 2.9. <laughs> Don't mean to brag. Bought it at 1.2. Hell yeah, Bill. 1.2. That a baby. So what? But so no one really knows. No one can account for why there's such a fluctuation in the crypto market. No one knows. Nobody knows. knows. No one can explain what they are. Everyone can make their best guess. Everyone can make their best guess. And I think that a lot of people um, are starting to doubt capitalism, or they are they are starting to have economic insecurity with the way that the gold the gold standard works and the American dollar works and i think also just futurists and futurism makes you think well what comes next yeah you know like paper has been dying for years and right these all those things become antiquated so what comes next and for some of us we've been investing in cryptocurrency and many of us have lost a lot of money along the way but we're begging right here right now we would love to advertise for Tron. Tron. We would love. Please, please Tron. Please, Tron. Please, Tron. Please, Stellar. Please, Ripple. Please, Ripple. Please, Tron. Mm-hmm. Please, mm-hmm. we're here. Mm-hmm. We're already giving you free advertising as we speak. The least you can mm-hmm. do is pay us a little bit ex post facto for the things that we just said. All the nice you, words Adam. that Billy just, all the praise and the kindness that Billy has showered Thank upon you. thee. Please. Fact. Please. Yes, we've showered V with praise. Now shower us with fake coins. <laughs> and if any listeners of No Joke are like, you know, I have too much crypto. I got to get rid of it. Just Don't ask us for our e-wallet confirmation codes yep. and you know they're coming your way. Absolutely. Um, and so. all of this is also to say, Marty, if you're listening, if you want to just Venmo us money, we're mm-hmm. open to that yes. as well. That's yes. fine. That's fine. Yes. Just cash friend in an to envelope. Friend. You know where we live. You can put <laughs> exactly. cash in an envelope, Marty. That's fine, Marty. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be fine. yeah. In fact, no joke, listeners, please tweet at Marty Michael. His handle <laughs> is at Marty Michael. Please yeah. tweet at him with the hashtag give Billy and Adam cash. <laughs> yes, Straightforward. Exactly. We don't need to be cute with this one. Don't nope. need to be cute with this one. Just nope. tweet at Marty Michael. Give Billy and Adam cash. We don't want to mince words here because we are both old school in the fact that we, yes, Billy's on the cutting edge of crypto. Yes, these are imaginary coins floating in the ether, but we're not opposed to that cold, hard, paper cash money. So Exactly right, because we can put that in our bank accounts and then we can flip it into crypto. Imaginary money. Yeah. Mm, That's right. Yeah. So I think that's a perfect segue, Adam. Today we're going to be talking about betting. Not B-E-T-T-I-N-G, which would actually make sense, but right. we are going to be talking about bedding like sleepy, sleepy time. Sleepy, B-E-T-T-I-N-G. sleepy blankets. <laughs> blankets and sheets and pillowcases. That's, That's right. right. But first, Adam, I say we go into an act break because <laughs> – because. Just because. Because. <laughs> yes. Uh-oh, so remember, the hashtag is give Billy and Adam cash. <laughs> Send it to Marty Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tweet um, at Marty that he'll give us some money and um, and also um, 
uh, Scotch Tape and uh, Tron, please hop on the ad train. Thank you. Yeah. So yep. Scotch Tape. Is there a song tape? A tape song or a Tron song? Tron. I mean, mm. Tron, of course, is the famous you know movie yeah. from the mm-hmm. 80s that was then remade that featured those famous light cycles. I mm-hmm. could almost pull up the Tron main theme, the, the music, like the score in my head, but I'm not quite there. But I'm pretty sure it was awesome. But I can't pull okay. it up in my brain, so I can't vouch I'm- for that. We've also played before Trontanamera, I believe. Trontanamera, stop. Oh, my God. Is there a cash-based song? Cash Money Millionaires? Oh, yeah. Cash Money Millionaires. Who? Cash Money Millionaires, that was um, that was Lil Wayne, etc.? Yep, that was Lil Wayne, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... What do you think, Bill? I mean, I could. Uh, I believe that Cash Money Millionaires, um, before uh, back that as up, they say yep. Cash Money Millionaires taken over for the nine nine and the two thousand. Okay, cool. Should we play back that as up? Yeah, def as definitely. Yeah. Let's back. Let's A-Z-Z. back our collective as up. All right, so let's all agree to collectively back our ases up, and then we'll come <laughs> back and talk about betting. <laughs> Cash money records taking over for the 99 and the 2000. Girl, you're working with smash hand. Your bad jam, make a nigga spend his cash hand. His last hand, holds fun with your passion. They mad jam, you can ride in the jack hand. With that jam, you can smoke up by your bag hand. A grass hand, got money, y'all can pass hand. And trash hand, I'm a big time, a nigga, yeah. Pull the trigger, yeah. A player hit a flipper, yeah. Go ahead, fill it, yeah. I'm like a wood jam, out the hood, yeah. Let it be understood, yeah. It's all good, yeah. Got a nigga. Put the dick in 
in a minute like Monet. Big dick drummer chick and a hummer chick. Beat the dick like a motherfucking drummer chick. Say that, put a cat. Look at that, I love a fucking hooded rat. That's a fact. You motherfucking get it, girl. Put it, girl. I'm the nigga, the nigga, nigga, the hit it, girl. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Juvenile with Back That Ass Up. Um, uh, and of course, naturally, Billy and I are talking about – have yet to talk about but are planning to talk about betting. Yes. Now, we found betting um, on nojokepubliclist.com. Correct. Um, we have to acknowledge, Adam, that nojokepubliclist.com has gotten a little dusty. Got a little dusty. It's a little dormant. It is. It is crypto, but when crypto is in the valley of inactivity, so yeah, mm-hmm. we we could use a bit of a resurgence on the public list if y'all don't mind. Yeah, um, and the reason that we know that it's gotten a little dusty is because hot drinks. Yep. Has not been checked off. That's right. That was an ep- that was an episode idea that was suggested on the public list that Billy and I uh, talked about. Uh, maybe even last episode, maybe two episodes ago, and it has not mm-hmm. been sort of given the green check of, of, of confirmation. So we yes. could, that's how we can tell. We're sort of carbon dating the website. We're able to tell that it's been getting a little dusty there. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. But with one vote at the bottom of nojokepubliclist.com <laughs> sat betting, and we said, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. That'll one, do. <laughs> one person wants to hear us talk about that, and that's one more than zero. <laughs> betting it is. <laughs> Adam, I think I'm on record on the podcast as saying that I am anti-sheet. I know I you are definitely on record. We have talked about it. What will would you mind refreshing myself and the listeners with your general point of view vis-a-vis bed oh, sheets, bed sheets. So, there's a few different um, ways that I could approach it, but I think that the catch-all, the way yeah. to kind of just fully explain why I'm not a fan is yeah. it's a pointless it's a pointless layer. It's extraneous. Yeah. yeah. We have we have bedspreads. Um, I believe is the bedspread the thing that wraps around the mattress. Is that a bedspread? The ma- uh, so so in my uh, I, I'm seeing or is that a mattress cover? <clears throat> I would say there's the fitted sheet that's like the one with the elastic on the corners that yeah. goes on first. Then you have your that. regular sheet, and which you are, which I think you have virulently come out against the mm-hmm. bed sheet, and then you have the the bedspread or the comforter. I would say. Yeah. Yes. So I think we need the one with the elastic, and I think we need the um, comforter, but the sheet. To me, that is just an opportunity to tie yourself up in knots. Yeah, it do- it yeah. doesn't warm. It doesn't warm me. All it really does is kind of uh, stress me out. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I'm with you, and I mean, I, I'm with you. Let, let me. I, I'm of two minds here because. When I get into bed and I pull down the comforter to climb into bed and I realize mm-hmm. that I have not also pulled down the sheet, I will make – go that extra mile and grab the sheet to yank it down and say, come on down, big boy, and I'll get under mm-hmm. both. Um, I understand. So, so you get that. However, 
the sort of the yin to that yang is that on the nights that I have slept and I pull down the comforter and I do not bring the bed sheet with me on that ride and I sleep mm-hmm. on top of the bed sheet simply under mm-hmm. the comforter, I don't notice the difference. You don't I miss don't, it. No. You don't miss it. And to your point, I'm not missing it. I'm not any more or less stressed out. (laughs) It is not a more or less stressful sleep than it would be with the bedsheet. So I I, I think that your point is a really valid one. So is it central purpose to just keep the comforter clean? Like you, your body will be under the sheet so that the comforter can stay a little less sweaty. I, I just don't know what the intended design is. It's a really good question. Yeah, I think that the, it's something about it's something about like a buffer between your human body, your human sweaty, dirty body, and your mm-hmm. comforter. Although the question is just like, well, then why? Then it's just like, so basically, it's just a big napkin. It's just like mm. a big body napkin, exactly. Like mopping exactly. up the grease of your human pizza slice. In it's which the case- equivalent of that paper that they slide at the doctor's office across that long <laughs> table thing. Exactly. Exactly. How do you feel about that paper? Does that make you feel comfortable, comfortable and like secure? Because I've never really been a big fan of that paper sheet. Yeah, I'm pretty ambivalent about the doctor's sheet. I think for the similar reason that you're kind of ambivalent about the bed sheet, because I get that it like serves this exclusive function of hygiene. There's like mm-hmm. no style there. It's only substance. We're just trying mm-hmm. to keep the germs off the communal doctor bed. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, does it even work? That thing gets shredded immediately. If I lay even a heel of a sneaker on it, that's ripped. We take right. our toddler to the doctor's office. He has a field day with it. It's going in the mouth, getting shredded to shit with his nails. I mean, so it speaks to like, I don't know, what what is it doing? It's a little bit more of like, is it almost hygiene theater more than actual hygiene mm. itself? I don't know. Because the question, it, it, the question must be begged. It is, and begged has become a quick theme of this episode. But <laughs> why aren't we having these paper sheets everywhere then? Why don't we yeah, have right. them at, on chairs at restaurants? Why don't we have them on public benches? Why don't we that, all that's... have to carry sheets around with us wherever we go? What makes that bench? And I get the doctor's offices feel like right. germ rooms. Right. Yes, but we're exactly. wearing clothes. We're not. We're usually not nude on those beds. That's right. Very rarely, very rarely are we nude on those right. on those doctor beds. But I do think I think you sort of hit on a good point where it's like where it's like doctors' offices of all places need to like. And I'm not saying that it's just hygiene theater. I'm sure that like those little paper sheets do serve like some mm-hmm. modicum of function there. Sure. But I do think that like they have the doctor's offices have to have hand sanitizer on the wall everywhere. I'm talking mm-hmm. pre-COVID. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they ha- like there's just a they kind of need to cross all their T's and dot all their I's when it comes to appearing hygienic. Mm-hmm. So so I would say I, on the yeah. opposite end of the paper doctor spectrum yeah. is it's not paper but it has the same kind of spirit of the paper on the bench and we've definitely talked about this before but that sweet sweet lead blanket at the dentist oh come on baby that's heaven that's heaven sweet yeah. sweet that that's something that's like like oh, I, I, i'm so sweet so sweet any mm-hmm. sort of any kind of mild weight on your chest mm-hmm. like is just a dream i mean that's mm-hmm. why like let like weighted blankets are like are their own sort of like booming industry right speaking of any weighted blanket companies out there please please, please god or dentists god. or dentists <laughs> or dentists or, or dentists we will exactly. advertise your dentistry office we have no problem cavities molars incisors we Whatever know some of the need. words. Please. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, that was just a quick sidebar. Uh, but yeah, those weighted blankets are a miracle. And mm-hmm. it. All, I almost feel, just to kind of bring this back to bedding, I almost feel like there's a world where 
Well, first of all, I just want to say that I feel like you and I are both – I mean maybe this has changed as we've sort of like crept up into our mid-30s here. Mm-hmm. But like I do feel that you and I are fairly flexible sleepers. Uh, we can kind of fa- – I'll speak for myself. I can sort of fall asleep anywhere. I'm not like mm-hmm. super fussy in particular. I don't need a lot of bells and whistles. It don't, doesn't mm-hmm. have to be just so. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's a world where give me a hard floor and a weighted blanket and I could be asleep. I'm like, that wow. could be my bed. I don't even know if I need much more than that. Like, <laughs> that weighted blanket is so comfortable that it might just sort of, like, you know, put me right to bed almost. So now I know that um, it feels like the box spring has started to lose favor or lose popularity. A little less yeah. ness, A little less necessary. I, I don't see as many box springs as I once did. Of course, I'm yeah. not really looking under that many people's mattresses to begin right. with. So maybe that's right. the beginning problem. But right. I even just helped move a friend recently. Sans box spring. Sans. Sans box didn't spring. Even come, yeah. Didn't even come up in conversation. It was just like, oh, you just don't have a box spring. Yeah. Um, but I would say that Sans mattress, Adam, starts to get a little intense. Now you're camping. Now I'm camping. Yeah, now I'm camping. I mean, even just maybe a yoga mat. I'm just trying to think, like, what is the least that you, Billy, would require? Mm-hmm. What is the least amount of bedding, of bed, that you mm-hmm. would require um, to like to sleep well every night, not just like as a one-off, because anyone can just like sleep in a cabin okay. uh, for call. one night. Good but I'm question. just saying, like, what's the least? What's the mm-hmm. minimal? What's the minimum that you require? I th- it's either it's either sleeping bag. Yeah. Just for that little bit, I just don't want my back on the floor. I just on don't need my back yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Like even yeah. if it's just a slightly padded puff, yeah. we can live. But back yeah. on the floor just starts to get a little intense. But I yeah, don't know bad. if this is less. Hammock. Hammock. Just some rope. Just, Just basic, essentially some rope. Yeah. Well, some rope, but also some cape for me to sleep on. I'm not trying some to sleep <laughs> on like a rope. <laughs> hammock. Could you be a guy that sleeps in a hammock every night? That would be hmm. amazing. Indoor hammocks. You're not really seeing a lot of indoor hammocks. That is really true. And why not? Because Good. like – Let's talk about that. Why do you think there what? aren't a lot of indoor hammocks? It's a hmm. really good question. I think because I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing here. If you please interrupt mm-hmm. me at any time with a better idea, but hammocks sure. by their by definition sort of interrupt the airspace. They're meant to be suspended from trees, so they're sort of hovering at about what would you say five feet, four feet off the ground, three to yeah. six feet off the ground. Yeah, I'd so say it's really two to five, right? Two to five. So it's really kind of bisecting your airspace. So to have that indoors sort of causes a little bit of a logistical complication there. However. Just to just to be my own devil's advocate, sure. the convenience, there's a bit of a Murphy bed kind of quality to a hammock where you could essentially disassemble it during the day. You just Thank unhook you. it from one of the hooks, drop it down, it's gone. Thank so, you. I don't know. Why don't we see more indoor hammocks? Can <laughs> you not? Can you point to the last time you've seen a Murphy bed with your own two eyes? It's a really great question. Um, it feels I, like those were more of like a movie prop. The bed that folds into the wall when yes. you're done. Like we lived in New York City, a city in which it's known to have no space in the apartments. Yes. I never yes. saw one Murphy bed with my own two. I know. I know. It, it, you're right. It does seem like sort of an like a prop from an Abbott and Costello movie mm-hmm. um, more than a thing in real life. However, I do I'll, – I'll t- I haven't – I couldn't tell you the last time I saw one. To be honest with you, I'm not sure that I've ever seen one in person exactly. with my own two eyes. I feel like it's to only a punchline for like the opera singer to like get flipped into the wall. Exactly. But like something went to wrong who, and it flipped him into the, the wall. 
exactly. Uh, just kudos to whoever this Murphy is for putting his or her name, get just sort of like wedging him or herself into the bed conversation. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't mm-hmm. know who you are, but kudos to you. That's the mm-hmm. kind of branding that, frankly, we, we envy. I mean, like, that's really impressive to be have your name so intertwined with a bed, um, a Do you novelty think that's bed. The same person who came up with the law? Do you think that Murphy's bed also came up with Murphy's law? If it can happen, it will happen. Interesting. Interesting. You have a law, and it kind of seems like it. I mean, how many Murphys can there be, right? Diversify thine portfolio. Exactly. Speaking of portfolio, we want Tron. We want uh, Stellar, Ripple, Ethernet. (laughs) Ethernet cords. We'll take Ethernet cords. They're not even crypto. Doesn't even matter. We can flip that into imaginary money. T- tweet at Marty Michael. Tell him to hashtag send billion. Add him some cash. 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 Um, <laughs> Got yeah, sidetracked. Murphy's, Talking Murphy's Murph- bed and Murphy's law. Murphy's law, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, which honestly, now that we're talking about it, kind of relates to a Murphy bed because like a Murphy exactly. bed seems like a mistake waiting to happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of seems like maybe the law was in reference to the bed. I guess my – I think you're right, and I do think that Murphy came up with the law and the bed. I guess my only final question is, do you think that it was Murphy Brown who came up with those two things? Fictional newscaster uh, Murphy Brown, played by Candace Bergen. Do we think it was fictional television character Murphy Brown who actually came up with Murphy's Law that states if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, and the Murphy bed, which is the bed that Sproing slaps back into the wall? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think so. All good questions, Adam. I'm not saying that we have answers, but we're just here to ask the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, so we're covering betting thoroughly. Here in the second act, and Adam, if you can believe it, it's time for the second act break. I, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Do you think that uh, Murphy, Murphy, Dropkick Murphys, Dropkick Murphys oh, are dude. a drunk Irish band? Dropkick Murphys are a killer drunk Irish band. I, I am familiar with Dropkick Murphys only because, and maybe we've talked about this, mm. on the MLB The Show video oh. game, oh. Dropkick Murphys is like the like the, on the home screen of the one – maybe MLB – and this is back in the day, maybe 98, 99, 2000. I don't know. Back in sure. the more heavy video game-centric days. Sure. Um, the Dropkick Murphys is like – has the, the, like the song that's on the home screen. So every time you load up the game, Dropkick Murphys plays. So that's my main association with Dropkick Murphys. So should we find that song and play that song? I think we must. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we must. Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October night after serenade installed in Nanan
gates and put the game on hold. The Brutus gave the other team a dreadful fright. Boston's ten man could not be wrong. Up from third base to Huntington, they sang another victory song. Two, three, go! To sing the sin, the baby shouted, when I No Joke Podcast, that was the band Dropkick Murphys with their song Tessie, immortalized in, I was wrong, it was the baseball video game from the year 2005, a little bit more recent than I thought, but there you have it, the Dropkick Murphys, potentially also named after Murphy Brown, we don't know. We don't know, TBD. So folks, if you know a little bit more about Murphy Brown than us, let us know if she came up with, the fictional character came up with, the bed, the law, and the dropkick. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Correct. Um, um, anyway, we were yeah. discussing indoor hammocks um, mm-hmm. and and Murphy beds and all manner of sort of like unconventional unconventional beds. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I've always like in my brain wanted two skills that I always in my dumb stupid brain I always thought would be helpful. One, I was like I should I would really like to know how to like properly speed read, like actually be able to speed read. Like really, we have a fr- we have a friend Zach whose brother Nat is able to read two lines at a time and i hmm. think it's like and he can do that i don't and know if you that was like a natural skill i think he like coveted it and like trained and practiced and now he can do it i was like that's cool hmm. and another thing that i always thought would be helpful was to be able to like be able to fall asleep standing up i was just like maybe that would be like a useful <laughs> skill maybe that's the be worst two skill. superpowers i've literally ever heard adam <laughs> 
I'm usually an open-minded guy, and you know I'll support any decision that you want and need, but these are two of the dumbest skills I've ever heard in my entire I want to read two lines at a time instead of one, and I want to be able to sleep standing up instead of lying down. (laughs) Some little kids dream of flying. Others dream of being able to go invisible, to walk through walls, to hold their breath for hours on end. Adam wanted to fall asleep standing up and read two lines at a time instead of one yeah i think that um, you could probably just tell people you can read two lines at a time and they'll be and they'll have to believe cool you. i yeah. mean and it won't, won't even i don't even think it would probably strike them as that impressive i think they'll be like oh cool. i think if you just turn the page twice as fast they'll be like well <laughs> i mean i think that's what it would look like so oh my god that's so funny did you ever witness oh. did you ever witness nat speed reading two lines at a time no, no, I never witnessed it in person. I always kind of took Zach's word for it. So for all I know, he could be he could be lying to me. Okay. Um, I think that but, most people who say they can do that, they can just be lying to you. There's I don't I'm yeah. trying to think of a way where they could prove it. Cuz unless they could somehow read it out loud at two times speed. I don't know. Which would Yeah, exactly. I wonder if reading two lines at a time reading it out loud, I wonder if that would sound like just super speed reading like when you put a podcast on at 2x mm-hmm. or if it would just be a word jumble. Just sort of like almost mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know what I mean that, like That's what I wonder the, as well. Yeah, so that's um, interesting. This is my question to the Discord community this week. This week, yeah. I'd like to know. Adam has said that he'd like to fall asleep standing up and read two lines at a time. I want to know, what is your hashtag, my pointless power? <laughs> pointless power. That's I want really to good. know what my pointless power was for you. Because yeah. Adam has two pointless powers that he has lofted out. And I don't really see what made you want to sleep standing up. That feels like something you could probably just do. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I want to do that? I think it was just like, I just wonder if I could. I think like, I just wonder if I could like, it was almost just like similar to the David Blaine, like breath control thing. It's just like, could I train my body to do it? Like, it doesn't really serve a function, but just like he was able to train his like body to like hold his breath for like five days or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like awesome, cool, crazy. I don't know how you did that, but like you did it crazy Mm -hmm. and weird and like cool. Mm -hmm. And like, Whatever. Um, so it was really just more of a curiosity than uh, obviously like just like curious if I could do it. It serves as as you pointed out, no function. It's reckless. I don't understand. It's dangerous. Reckless. It's dangerous. You yeah, could because, fall. I mean, it's the same as sleepwalking. It's like you can fall and then just bang into stuff. You should be laying yeah. down in a safe, safe place. I guess. I guess there is a safety reason that sleeping happens lying down. So <laughs> it's sort of. <laughs> sort of spitting in the face of that but yeah i couldn't really i couldn't really tell you why it it kind of lodged itself as my mind as a skill worth pursuing it is not um but um i don't know maybe save money on a bed don't need a bed speaking of um david blaine being able to hold his breath for months at a time or Mm -hmm. whatever however long he (laughs) could actually do Mm -hmm. it did you know that when bears hibernate they don't pee pee and they don't poo poo no that's not is that true true isn't that incredible Wait, what? So mm-hmm. when bears are hibernating, which is the winter time, when they go into their cave and they sleep for literal months at a time, you're saying mm-hmm. while they are sleeping, they are not peeping or poo-pooing while they sleep for months? This is what the internet told me. So as Holy it was crap. well explored in the last episode, Bill was in bear country. Yes. Bill was in bear country and he learned a lot of interesting facts. One interesting question that came up in conversation while I was in bear country, do California bears, Southern California bears, where it's more or less warm all year round, do they hibernate? 
Well, that's a great question. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, do, 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 you, do you know the answer? I, do, yes. I obviously do not. Oh. I do know the answer. Adam, what would your guess be? Do you think that California bears hibernate? That's a great question. California bears, because the whole point of hibernating, I'm just talking my way through this thought process. The whole point of hibernating is to like keep warm, obviously, so you're not out there in the cold. And the question is, well, if it isn't cold, then does the need for hibernation then disappear? Interesting. I'm going to say California bears do not hibernate. And you'd be wrong. Okay. Wow. They still hibernate, huh? Uh, I'm not going to say that every single bear. I'm sure there's some exceptions to the rule, but I believe Jerry. That. Yes, yeah. exactly. Stubborn Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Stubborn yeah. Ash Jerry just refuses to stay awake. Um, yeah. But no, apparently, um, just for whatever reason, they still do. And I'm sure that it's because um, berry production and all of the plant life that oh, they generally feast on is generally disappearing just based on the drop in temperature, so they go away. But I think wow. instinctively, all bears hibernate for the winter. And so it's just like part of their learn, like biorhythm. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. And yeah. so I think from there, the question then became, so when they wake up, because there was uh, birds that were born in front of my house, uh, a little nest formed in front of my house, and... We were watching it every single day. These little baby yeah. birds were growing. And one gross thing, it's, a, it's an adorable process and an incredible yes. process, to witness, yes. process to witness. But one gross thing that happens is yes. the nest becomes full of shit. Uh, of course. How could it not? How could yeah. it not? And so, it not? so my question was, when these bears are hibernating, does that cave just fill up with all the poo-poo right. and pee-pee in the world? That's a f- totally fair question. Why wouldn't it? And the you're switch? saying because they don't pee-pee and poo-poo. They don't wake up, and they don't pee-pee, and they don't poo-poo. I wow. couldn't believe it myself. I guess – and this is just like not to get too like whatever tangential here, but like I guess I've never really thought about bears hibernating too much. Are they literally asleep for every second of those months or yes, is it like – Yes, dog. Whoa, they don't wake wild. up and like check their tweets. They, yeah, they literally – tur- They turn it all the way off. Wow. I'm kind of in. Um, that's kind of nice. Mm. I mean, okay. Let let me ask you this, Billy. Would you sure. rather? Would you rather sleep eight hours a night, normal human style, like we've been doing? I like where you're or, heading. I like where you're oh, heading. Or would you rather go bear style, kind of knock out all your years sleep in a month? Would you rather just sleep through October and mm. then not really have to sleep again for the rest of the year? Or mm. would you rather do it as we've been doing it, eight hours a night, normal style? So you're saying bear style would be like one month off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not like you sleep for a weekend every month. We're talking about one month no. off. Correct. Hmm. <laughs> Correct. Mm. Correct. You go away for October. Billy sleeps in October. Mm. And then he's <laughs> – <yeah>. Follow-up question. <laughs> yeah. Does everyone sleep in October? Yeah, that's a good question, I guess. Or does do you, or do you kind of like choose your month? Like, might I miss a month where a lot of other people are having a great old time, but I, I chose the wrong could, month? I think that you could choose your month. You could coordinate with your friends, so you could mm-hmm. be like, "Okay, guys, we're sleeping in October this year," mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like you could do it together. So there's no FOMO. You're not missing out on any cool bar mitzvahs or anything mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so you could, so you would be able to like hop on a Google Doc, hop on a conference call with your buddies, with your pal, with your families, and okay. like coordinate it. Okay. But you would be, you would be sleeping for a full month. And to confirm, I wouldn't be missing anything awesome like a bar mitzvah. No, no, you would be missing any bar mitzvahs because you would coordinate <laughs> that beforehand. Okay. <laughs> your example of an awesome event is a bar mitzvah. Thirty-eight-year-old man. 
Um, I think funny answer. Obviously, funny answer. I'm sleeping through October. Yeah, right. But real answer. I think I need the day to end. Normal. <laughs> Sometimes you have bad yeah. days, and you're like, I just gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta Isn't go to sleep. Night- it's so funny. I love when sleep because that's okay. Not not just to put a fine point on that. Good answer. I appreciate that answer. Thank you. And you're I think you're, you're right. I think I would also choose the same thing. Yes. But I do love, especially during the pandemic, when like every day is like Groundhog Day is like really the same. Like sometimes I will just go to bed just to switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> just to just like, well, <laughs> I'm done with I've this been one. Awake. Yeah. I'm turning the page. <laughs> this is I, I got nothing more here. I got nothing more here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like sometimes I go to bed because I'm tired, and other times I go to bed to get tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for yeah. sure. For <laughs> yeah. sure. And I'll tell you that when um, daylight savings happened in November oh, or whenever it was, it was like when the sun went down at like seven thirty. I was like, I think I might just go to bed now. I don't care. I don't exactly. care about being awake now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, We've talked about this. Maybe this is something that we've brought up on the podcast. Um, but uh, my parents have a, a waterbed, had mm. for many years had a, a waterbed, mm-hmm. which always struck me as also like this interesting bedding issue of like, does that still require the same kind of top sheet to mm. fitted sheet to comforter ratio? How does the water kind of like mm. factor in there? Is mm-hmm. the water essentially its own sheet? Like, mm-hmm. what are we <laughs> like, you know? So um, I got nothing but questions about the water bed. Does it come filled with water or do you like fill it up <laughs> in your bedroom? A great question. A yeah. great question. This and is how does one how does one fill it up? I know, like air mattresses. I get that now. We have generators where you plug it in and it just shoots air in that is like produced right. from the room. But I don't really right. know. Are you dragging the hose through the living room? I can't. I, I can't. I can't imagine you are. In my mind, it comes pre watered. But like it, it that almost begs more questions than it answers. Really, yeah. it's like first. To me, it's like hot water or cold water. Is it chlorinated water? What kind of water? Is it like purified, distilled? What? Why? Hmm. What are the is safeguards it Dasani? against? Is it Dasani? Is it Dasani? And if so, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you, is that – yeah, exactly. Is it potable? Is it non-potable? What mm-hmm. are the sort of safety precautions against drowning in thine sleep if yeah. it pops, if it punctures? Um, a lot of questions that I'm sure my parents will email us responses to probably within 48 hours of this episode airing. So we'll get answers to these questions. Folks, don't worry. We'll get answers to these questions. But until we get those answers, we're going to need you to tweet at Marty Michael. Send Billy and Adam cash. 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 Yeah. Um, Adam, we've thoroughly explored betting. Nothing left to say. We exhausted it. What more could be said? What more could be said? (laughs) Good work. New year, new us. Yep. No ads No ads in the uh, foreseeable future, so please, please find us a way to get us crypto. Please. We'll take Tron. We'll take Ripple. We'll take Quipple. We'll take ZipZap. Whatever you got that's on the crypto board, send it our way. And also, scotch tape. <laughs> we'll take your scoff. We'll take your scotch. We'll take your Tron. Folks, we need ads. It's 2021. Exactly. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.